0: Welcome to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling, the ESPN for all things comedy, with your hosts, Mark Riccadonna and Richie Byrne. And now grab a drink and welcome Mark Riccadonna and Richie Byrne.
1: Folks, welcome to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling, the roundtable. Uh, you may notice our show's a little lighter today. There's no Richie Byrne. Uh, <laughs> Richie had a uh, a gig today, this afternoon, so he won't be able to join us. And um, I'm really excited for today because we're actually in person. Yes. We're, it's not virtual, so this is going to be so much fun. I even put on a shirt with buttons. That's how, that's how excited I am. Oh, yeah, late.
0: No pants. No pants. <laughs> Actually, on my way here. This is
1: honest to God. On my way here, I go out to the car. I have a iced coffee with the lid. <laughs> I have the lid. I'm carrying all my stuff. And I go to get in the car. And right as I go to put the coffee into the cup holder, the top comes off. The coffee goes everywhere. Splattered all over my shirt. And that's why I was covered in coffee stains. So luckily I had this in the
2: back of the car so you look great everything looks good and we have a guest with us today i'm so excited about this guest not only is he an incredible comedian and an insane magician but he is also a great ventriloquist
0: welcome to the show gemini thank you thank you for being here (laughs) i mean oh um thank you for having me right thank you for having me (laughs) we're physically (laughs) at your place that (laughs)
1: works out um we have a really crazy week coming up with with john This John Lombardi, also everybody knows is Gemini. But we have a, a really great week coming up. Awesome week. So much. Awesome. So there's great shows. If you're in New Jersey, seriously check this out. Um, there, we have a couple shows coming up Thursday. This Thursday, uh, the, the 16th, we'll be at the Elks Club doing a variety show. I'm so excited about the variety show. I'll be the stand up comic and kind of host. We have a singer, Justin Gonzalez, who's also. On our channel, we have ventriloquist John Lombardi and magician Denny Corby. And we are going to be at the Elks Club in Flemington, New Jersey.
0: And what a what a, a nice old school way to bring back comedy in such a variety of different ways, like a vaudeville yeah. type of thing. It's We're all
1: so- going to dress up. It's going to be.
0: Uh, oh, no, you didn't say that. You know, <laughs> oh <laughs> we're, uh, we're reading that contract <laughs> you know.
1: we want to make it like uh the old rat pack you know okay well, people are just coming out and they're seeing a classy show
0: we might tux it up a little a little very like, nice little suits some yeah. tuxes. And, and we want to definitely thank the elks for uh you know helping us out with this event you know and, and donating the room to us yeah. for that event so we we're almost sold out yeah, that was that's awesome. We have like about probably six tickets left. So you know, uh, Jersey people that are watching,
1: please buy them six tickets so we can just say sold out
2: by the end of the show. for yeah. sure that would
1: be
0: by great. the end of the show. Right in,
1: but right in <laughs> tell us you're <laughs> coming. Um, but then Friday, you guys have another show. Um, uh, who's on
0: that show and where is uh, That's Joey Cola. and um, we are over at the Royce Brook Country Club, another f- uh, fundraising festival. A part of our Festival of Laughs. Uh, and that one is for an awesome, you know, they, Unico, which is an Italian organization that helps out children. And uh, they do so many th- different things. Uh, Who do you have on there? uh Joey Cola yes. and myself. Oh, um, good show. You know, that's a, yeah, Joey's just awesome. We've had him on a bunch of times. I'm sure the How do you, but, oh my God, you have to take a, the energy level just goes crazy with <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's good. It's and
1: good. then Saturday, we have a, a big show at the
0: Alps again. And and Saturday, we're doing another show but in the big room, in the showroom. Um, we have five comedians that helped out with this festival of laughs. We had to change it around a little bit because of, uh, you know, government started putting uh, different restrictions. And we didn't want to put a whole bunch of people into one area and, and have people not knowing why we were really we're helping you know some children out to go to an autistic uh place that the elks put in um you know we were helping that and to but we didn't want people to come to this event and and feel unsafe in whatever way so we cut it down and just did and saturday shows the five you know kind of the producers of the of the group that are all you know going to be part of it and all performing which is just really awesome and we're doing wednesday please tomorrow night 101.5 with steve trevelisse it's going to be a lot of fun we are all on together all of us <laughs> that's crazy i don't know i don't know i think he's going to get fired after this
2: <laughs>
0: you know? well we wanted to get these plugs
1: in but we'll talk about it later we'll bring it back up but let's get well, to well, the drink oh wait to to take a shot it. without us we're gonna cheer <laughs> I love like it. So you know the rules. No, so we start every show with the drink, oh. and because Johnny is a, a big fan of Johnny Black, yes, we're all going to share in a nice Scotch. Cheers to you guys!
2: Cheers, Cheers, Cheers to you guys. done.
1: That is good stuff.
2: And not only so, is this the first show without Richie, it's the first show I feel like we're really drinking again. Like we're yeah. we're back into it.
0: Oh, yeah. you stop the drinking? Party? Yesterday, drink like coffee?
2: yesterday,
1: I couldn't drink because I had parent-teacher conference. That wouldn't be good. That's when you
0: really—that's <laughs> when you start shooting up. <laughs> you
1: know? So we also uh, go with a joke, uh, John. Do you have a joke you want to tell? I have. I have one for the theme because okay. today we're talking about ventriloquism. Okay. So six ventriloquists are on a show. Six. Six. And the first one goes up and he's murdering, he's killing. I mean, the crowd's going crazy over everything. So one of the ventriloquists flips out, he pulls out a gun, he mows down the whole audience. He shoots the whole audience, the police show up. They go to interview one of the ventriloquists and ask what happened, they go, sir, can you tell us what happened? He goes, not only can I tell you what happened, I can do it while drinking water.
2: <laughs> he did not find that funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: unbelievable <laughs> you know, drinking water <laughs> he should have been the first one shot <laughs> big k Nick said. yeah it was, parent
2: teacher conference stopping yeah him. he was shocked <laughs> jimmy maestro said no naked ladies i must have the wrong channel
1: <laughs> hey jimmy oh my god that guy's a riot we took improv classes together he was one of the fun, one night after an improv show, we went to uh the bar that everybody goes to at UCB. Everybody goes to the same bar. And um we drank, I don't know how I think we drank about fourteen Rheingold beers. Oh, and wow. every time we'd order Jimmy would go,
2: Rheingold!
1: <laughs> <laughs> we were we drank so much Rheingold that night. I don't <laughs> I don't remember going home, but I
0: didn't a lot back then. Um, Gemini, did you ever do improv? I feel like you'd be perfect yeah. on improv. Yeah, I, I I I try to put it in at every show, but it's it's being your, you know, like you get a little information to everybody, and then I try to just be myself with more. But the improv that they, you know, was set up like with the audience. Am I, am I yeah, correct yeah, yeah, on this? Know. You know, and I've done that a couple of times. But you really got to, you know, to get into the character. You know, you got to have really good pop. You know really really good to to get into the characters or whatever the audience and if the audience is weird then you gotta use medical
2: (laughs) jimmy says
0: (laughs) gold."
1: i love it i um so now uh so you do ventriloquism you do magic you're a comedian you you kind of bring it Mm -hmm. all in what was your inspiration? Because you're something of, uh, it's kind of a dying breed, like an actual just entertainer. It's like I do whatever it takes to entertain the crowd. Yeah. The the
0: ventriloquism part, and I'll be really short on this. I was in, I worked for ABC, broadcasting, dragging around cable. So I was in the union, but that union, which called NABIT was always going on strike. So there, constantly uh, I'm out there marching, you know, with a sign. And if you ever notice on any of these strikes, if anybody notices this, there's always a bar like right 100 feet away there's a bar so you, you march with the sign you know and the rat behind you people throwing shit and then you go drink oh, and you talk about management and it's it's, it's wacky bear so I, I after three months i was going on two and a half months of this and i'm done i'm done i can't do this so the drunk they're all drinking and the light guy for central park was I worked right by Central Park in 72nd. And uh, right there, the sound guy that did it for the Green Knoll, or whatever that restaurant is, all the sound. Drunk, I get these guys to, tomorrow. I'm bringing a puppet. Look at all those women over there. We could talk to them. We're watching over here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Cool. We because none of us could talk to. Girls. I mean, you know, if you know, with the yeah. sign in our hand, it didn't look good. It didn't look like we were what well, we were real good workers. You know what I mean? It just didn't. Go. What girl wants to go with somebody that's you know on strike? <laughs> <laughs> it's you a know, some job. Bro. I, I it was, yeah, but. You know it's it's tough to use. I mean the unions are great when when they you know they're for that but you know sometimes they're fighting over things that I don't couldn't even tell you what it was you know I was making great money and I, and I thought the job was good but you know there's things behind the scenes I, I couldn't even but we yeah. went out there and uh let me tell you I did it with the puppets I had the sound and the and the thing and um the guy goes up <laughs> right all of a sudden management started coming out and just. You know, coming to watch us. I, I just it was horrible. You know what I mean? Oh my god! You know, like and um, they were. They said, "Who oh, you supposed to have security when you have these sound system things that we had out?" And I, I had all my, all the pot guys. You know, all the drug dealers raise their hand. As if they were security. So that they They don't look like security. They're the best kind. They're the best kind around. Let me tell you, they're all out there. They know. They know if anything's taken. That guy looks like he's selling drugs. It's just a plant. Looks like that, you know? know? But uh, yeah. And um, one time we got the money stolen. I made a deal with them. I would give them a third of the hat to the Jamaican guy that ran the park. wow so that uh, so that the money was always there Uh, you know we're in the park i got these two skinny guys who's going to be a protector you know what i mean so i gave them a third of the hat every night And they would watch the hat, make sure it was always, you know, always there at the end of the night. But one time this guy came, you know, we were doing really good. They made a lot of money. The Jamaican guy was happy. You know, they never, you never could tell they're happy because they never smile, really. (laughs) So So here it is. And this guy like drags his foot over, staring at the money. I go to reach into the back of the puppet. We're in Central Park. You always have a, a weapon. So I had a switchblade. So I went to go get it. Bang, he takes the money and he runs. I'm looking for the Jamaican guy. It looked like it came out. I'm remembering this as, as if it happened. It looked like a guy came out of a tree. Another guy out of a bush. They tackled the guy. The guy's feet are kicking, kicking. <laughs> of I'm looking. It's like a cartoon. A little black girl comes out with the hat, walking around. I'm making fun with the puppet as if that guy was my father. You know, your father's married. <laughs> you know, and people are clapping thinking it's part of the show. Mm-hmm. After I went over to the Jamaican guy, I said, "Look, I don't know if you set that up cuz that went too wild. You know, to show that you're running the park, you know. Because yeah, yeah. We were having a little debate over the money part. You know, I mean, that's what you did, you know. But but well, maybe it happened. Maybe it happened and you got the best security here in the park. I was amazing. <laughs> did you get that little barker? I was so awesome. I go, "But if it was the first one, and you set it up, man. You got to do it again tomorrow. Look at the money we made. Oh my God, <laughs> the cash was unbelievable. We made like triple the amount of money in the bar. Oh, it was awesome. It was, I'd never seen a Jamaican guy laugh so hard. With and they have a little bigger than a nose, and just everything was coming out. It was horrible. I'm like, ah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who was? Who did we have on Mark? Uh, the genre? buskering. Yeah. You're talking
0: about. That's what I was about and to ask. That was my next was, question. Um,
1: he worked...
2: With Washington
0: park. Per- Square park. Uh, That was Washington another park Square. that was south of us. Yeah. yeah he would- was
1: telling us uh, a lot of the crew there was like... Was it Charlie Barnett? Yes. Yes. And um, uh, Otto and George, I think, was part of that group. And they would... The the problem he said with there, and he was really young when he was doing it. So the problem there was they would make all their money, and then they would just buy their drugs right Right there, away. And yeah. they all became... You know, dope fiends. Yeah, uh, Barnett. Now, did
0: did uh, great act.
1: Who were the guys who ran in the the park circle that
0: you were in? No, we. This was just <laughs> opening up by the <laughs> by the restaurant. Me, <laughs> you guys didn't do. A yeah, party. because they did. You know, they did the uh, the park was done over the side. I could only do it because I had to run back to go walk with the sign. <laughs> <You> <laughs> understand? Yeah. So I could I couldn't go with the rest of the guys really, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the yeah. so I just opened up you right there, the by side. The, right at the Greenville, or whatever that. Uh, that uh, tavern, on tavern on the Green. Tavern on the Green, right yeah. there. By well, that was so. You were You were Yeah, right. I mean, fancy. He was entertaining <laughs> junkies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: you college students? This man at Tavern on the Green. It went really well. Wow. What happened
0: all with
2: that? the girl? Did you get to talk to the girl?
0: Which girl?
2: It all started out. You were bringing the puppet because there was a group of girls.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, we talked to all. Oh. We, we, we spent our money right away on them. <laughs> I guess you guys ended up on the better, uh, I, I, the better I end. But, you know, hanging out with Charlie Bannett and Otto and George would have, been, that would have been something to talk about right now. But it's
1: crazy because out of that, Mark was talking about how he got hooked up with like and started going on tour with like George Burns. Like, yeah crazy and
2: like to imagine he was like 16 competitive circles buskering have you ever like done more any other buskering besides that when you first what do you, what do you mean bus so bus? it's like when you just that you
0: put the hat out and people just chip uh, into that as opposed I to like
2: a circle to i, get I had a,
0: I, I ran a club in ocean city maryland and the guys everybody that i hired as my entertainers they were all street guys street guys street girls. yeah exactly so we all went down to where they uh they had the, the you know like all the rides and everything yeah and they would make more money than i was paying them yeah you know, <laughs> you know people doing it That's you what know just saying. on the street you know hey everybody come on over here what are you going to see what are you going to see you're going to see this that <gasps> way to go <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
1: So you're doing, you're messing with the, doing the ventriloquism. When did you
0: start to bring in the magic? Um, just when I started doing clubs because uh, you know, people, when you bring out like a puppet, they still, you know, they, they, they're almost afraid of it. So I had to get people, I, my mind, you know, um, you know, streetwise. you had to get them to know you, to like you get to know your personality where it was in contrast of whatever puppet that you brought out or in an agreement or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But if they didn't know you personally. They didn't get, you know, sometimes the humor, unless he was like, a, you know, an Otto and George uh, guy where they're just, you know, talking really filthy. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Who was um, another like, so Otto and George is a, definitely
2: a ventriloquist that yeah. most, I think, all comedians know. But I think a lot of, I don't know, civilians. I guess you would call yeah. them outside of your circle. Layman, layman would know as well. But do you have any of those that people would know as an inspiration that brought you into this? I and immediately, and I don't know if he was an inspiration to
1: but whatever. But I know immediately when I think of stand-up comedy ventriloquism, Willie Tut, Willie Lester, yeah. and Tut. Right, I, T- I got
0: to work with them in Philly. and really? had a whole bunch of pictures that we could have put mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, and that guy, what a nice man. But him and his puppet, they're both nice. So, you know what I mean? They're just so nice. You're a good-looking man. I agree. <laughs> you know, they're just the nicest people. I mean, even the puppet's nice. You know, thank you.
1: <laughs> you know, oh, my God. <laughs> well, that, so do you know Vince Dantona? Yes. Yeah, so Vinny. Vince was, he's, like, beloved Long Island ventriloquist, and I used to do a lot of, like, kid shows with him, okay, out in, at Governor's, and he, him and I just got along, but, like, he always... I would see him. We'd be in the green room, and uh, the puppet wasn't out, but I would hear in the back, "Hey Mark, how you <laughs> doing?" Oh, don't say hi. Hold on, let me get him out of the box. And he would, and but, it, and I, when we were doing the kid shows, and we're in the green room, I'm all about like if you're a a um, a method type guy or whatever. Or like, so you're backstage, and it was like weird. He would talk to my roommate. Was a little person. And he would talk about like. Buying his clothes and like, because he was like, "That's a cool outfit. I would, I would love if you want to ever get rid of. I'll buy it off you." Because it's like a Yankees jersey or whatever. Yeah. And I was completely okay with it, but then we were at like a Christmas party, and he brought out the puppet and he started walking around the Christmas party, and it's a bunch of drunk comics. So everybody was like, nobody wanted to be mean to Vince and say like, "Dude, put the puppet away. Like, let's just hang out." So, everybody's like running away from them <laughs>
0: around the bar. Uh, you know, being a, a, a stand up and a magician and a ventriloquist, out of the three, the wackiest group is the ventriloquists. Yeah. You go to, like, we would go, I went with John Peasy, another great, I think great. He spills great beer John today. and had uh, a little Another great but, vent, man. Another great vent. I have. Uh, and we went with them. I had a Coca Cola commercial, and uh, we went. You know, up to the, uh, it's in Kentucky where it does once a year it's a uh, convention. Oh, wow. Really? It's like 200, 250 of people walking around all day. With <laughs> you know, I think I would love it. Uh, so do I. I. The first day. Yeah. No, first hour. <laughs> first hour. <laughs> you know because you know even though you do it but these are people that don't aren't like uh, doing yeah. it all the time or doing it for money they do it in their lives like there's it's a lot of love. religious uh, people that teach uh religion this is you know really yeah oh it's big in the religion wow
2: it's big in
0: really makes just sense catholic because it, it's teaching and you know that type mm-hmm. of thing, but you know, after a while, say hello to Billy, Billy, Billy. Say hello to Billy, Billy, uh, Billy. Hello, yeah, Billy. You got what Billy says. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm gonna punch Billy in the face. <laughs> Billy's done.
1: The, the, <laughs> the guys ever get get heated?
0: We stole my act. Um. I don't know that is behind it, the scenes, there because there's a lot of, with the ventriloquism, if you have a, you know, hey, look at my Woody, you know what I mean? Hey, if I do this, you're going to get splinters. There's a lot of standard lines that just yeah. go with all events. The key to the ventriloquism as, um, is to bring out a completely different personality that makes it seem real. When you make or create the puppet, you know, but then they're all made by different artists.
1: Yes. And
0: that's to. the most difficult thing is sometimes, you know, some of the artists don't make some of the puppets, uh, workable, you know, they're making them just so the eyes move and the mouth moves or whatever, but there's, you know, there's a way that your hand has to be able to move fast. I have some puppets here. I could show you just, out. just I would love
1: them. to see them. but I, 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 when, when you come back, I definitely want to talk about, uh, the different styles. Cause like some puppets, I like the plushy, soft stuff. That's this type. one.
0: This one is really kind of cool. Matter of fact, I I got it from Mr. John Peasy, and it's uh, but it has a character already. Ooh. You know what I mean? It's got a, a nice little character, and he, you know, it looks nice, and people kind of like him already. As soon as yeah, you see him, you are kind of like, you know, he's a nice, you know, puppy. I guess. Or so, like this. All right, stop. You gotta. Go. What's amazing is when
2: he, when the puppet's talking, I want to look the puppet in the eye, and it as <laughs> it, you should. As it's amazing.
1: Should. It's, Anybody who acts too jaded to just enjoy it, I feel bad for them.
2: Agreed. agreed. It's like it's all about like the childlike wonder of embracing it. It's the same way I feel with magic,
1: which we'll talk about in a little bit. But like, I have friends who genuinely don't like magicians, and they like. Really? Pretend they like that that's not cool. But I'm like, how could you not like right? it?
0: how could you not enjoy it? And who's this guy? This is one of my favorites, which uh he was uh actually created um like almost after a friend of mine that was the funniest person over in Brooklyn on the street. But if you see, I don't know if you could see each part <laughs> of his face moves separately. Wow, whoa the nose move, I didn't know you didn't... see this. I don't know if you could show this. It's uh, each piece is moving separately. Watch this part. Just wow, sh- even the no, top Right, so if you just, if you could be happy, he's happy, and then he could just be like, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know and he'd just be a little crazy. But once he comes to life, you know, it's it's awesome, man. You know, he's got the whole thing with the eyes. You, you know, he could be tired or, you know, I mean, uh, surprised. Wow. Uh, just without saying anything, you know. It's good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is. <laughs> yes. Here on, here on, on the show. And no, I'll show on the show. It's a good show, it's a drinking show wood alcohol no no <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I like this stuff okay what are we talking about we're not talking with you we're just you know and it's uh it's kind of cool but you you have to go and rely back and forth and that's where as soon as i start playing that he's real yeah what we playing that you that you are real who's real you me yes. He's drinking again. <laughs> I like this Yes, he is. Well, I'm gonna put so, Don't do
2: it on do It's so amazing. And it's such a variance between just those just those two individuals. Two different individual individual ones. Put, so the, Now them.
1: is he more like with a traditional wood puppet or is he uh, he may be let me show you.
0: What you doing? <laughs> 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 oh my god, I can't do this. No, stop dude. <laughs> why
2: you took me out (laughs) he's killing me oh my god
0: that was so it
2: feels so real i know i i i love the
1: magic of wow this puppet is
0: like probably i don't know five grand or whatever six grand, and they sign them. now each one of these if you could i don't know if you could yeah if you you guys could see see this you definitely want to get a good view of this it's all of these each one is uh all around, and they all move where your hand, you know, can uh, work it, but you see how the hand fits? Wow. Each piece is ready to go, that you can move like four things at one time, you know what I mean? Constantly going, and your hand's moving, and your mind just, you're thinking for the puppet, you know? Like, wow. You know, like, if somebody says something, you know, and you're bang, you're looking at them to make the eyes go up, you know what I mean? Like, whatever This is. had to take
2: years of practice, because no, you're mean, so fluid with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is this is uh this is made awesome yeah made awesome so
2: what that's a good question so for the person that wants to become a ventriloquist don't
0: start with these (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean don't don't just get like a boggle that you just do this my 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 advice Uh you know and I don't try to deny anybody but there's it's a lot of money and if it's something that you're not going to pursue but what you you're going to put it in a closet or sell it back after yeah you you would want to get a simple puppet, you know what I mean? Whether it is made of of wood and it's a pull or one of the ones that's a sponge thing that you could just see if this is for you. You know, if they make, creating the character. So for the layperson, if they
2: would have, like, what is like the entry level type of a puppet go for? And what is the, like, top end? What's the most
0: expensive puppet you've heard of getting sold? John has one. Peasy has the most expensive one I ever knew. It's one that it uh, talks by itself. You can leave it alone on the scene. Wow. Stage. Yeah. But it works all by radio control. You understand? Wow. So he can leave and still up there. Yeah, you gotta jump. I wish he was here. You know, he would have fucking yeah. really explained that. Wow. But you know, it's all moving, and then you go in, and you have a little radio control, you know, with the puppet's just sitting there on the on the thing. All right, you have a fight with him. Yeah, you go go shove it up your ass. I'm out of here. Well, you can't leave me. And then you just put him in and he's just standing there, and the whole audience is like sitting there. Like, awkward. Right. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, you know, the puppet just opens its eyes and goes, I'm still here. (laughs) 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 Do
1: you guys watch the show? And anybody watching at home, do you watch the show, What We Do
2: in the Shadows? No, but now I'm going to start.
1: Okay. This show is easily my favorite show that's on now. Can't
2: let Gemini drink alone. Go ahead. Keep going.
1: It's about. It's about uh, four vampires who live in Staten Island, and they're on a reality show. And they, they all and live in I the same house this? together. It's the funniest show. My favorite actor in the planet's in it, Matt
0: Barry. Really? And Wait, is he is the big guy? Is there a big b- vampire? The He's big, kind the of with The yeah. beard? Yes. I did watch it. It's, so, and, and they hang at a bar?
1: Yes. Yes. So the one, the female vampire, has a puppet made of her that's alive okay and the puppet slowly becoming my favorite character (laughs) it's slowly winning me over and being my favorite character and it's a puppet of her like it's a (laughs) replica of her and it's always sitting on the couch and yelling at everybody it's really funny i'm gonna watch this but but when you said about the radio control thing about they walk away i'm still here like that puppet just every time it talks I'm, i'm laughing
2: yeah, I uh, my My father-in-law loves like uh, a lot of the YouTube video clips. There is this one on one of the like IGT America's Got Talent or something of that nature that has a dog
0: a ventriloquist with a dog. And oh, the-, the dog talks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, a uh, it's works the same way that we're speaking about. And but he had it made of what the dog looked like yeah and it's just a radio control thing so it looks like as if the dog is the. with the, i saw that one yeah I, i'm surprised they didn't win i think they couldn't let the ventriloquist keep winning because it, it won the first one with fay yep. fay uh, fader,
2: fader. yeah
0: and uh and then um three times they came into the finals john was it peasy was uh really one of the finals yeah and um and then that girl won the little kid yes little okay kid. without giving anything away How hard is it that Terry Fader can sing while he's doing ventriloquism? I'm going to be honest with you. You're not going to believe what I'm about to tell you. He is already a wonderful singer. That's the key. When you sing as a ventriloquist, it's 100 times easier than being a rapper guy with a ventriloquist. Oh, think okay. about why okay one uh, yeah. one is you have to mouth out the words uh, I said hip hop hip hip see how time my, my my lip had to go hip-hop hip when you're singing strangers in the night you're dragging out the syllables right so then you don't have to move the mouth
1: wow okay I I I was wondering if it was harder or easier. Well, but no? Because he's a
0: great singer. Easily... He's doing he's doing the voice. Well, no, but of you the have singer. to you have to be able to sing to do it. He's, he's doing the impression of what he did Frank Sinatra. That was that was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, he's and you know before he was on that show, he was just like us, man, making four hundred dollars, you know, on a, on a gig in a backyard back thing. Up. Yeah, you know, at that time, you know, now. Now we'll make it a lot more. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like you don't do it for the money. you do it for the love. I, of like I, the- I that was the one thing when I got together with these guys for the festival thing. I asked each each person, you, Jimmy, John, uh, Joey, and um and I said, what do you want to, why do you want to do this with? you know why do you want to do this? And everyone is. You know, except for really Joey, who said, you know, we need to make money. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, Joey, he's good. That's why I tried to put him in the lead, you know what I mean? Because all of us, it's what I agreed upon was for the love of the business, the love of company. And when you have guys that are doing that, you know, they're going to be there for you. But are they going to, you know, know how to market? Are they going to know how to make the money? You may get the people in. There's that whole part of the business, yeah. which I was, you know, attempting to, uh, you know, really handle. But I'm still just an entertainer myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and that's so a that's, big pain. That's why I love to go and do. It's one of my hardest things in this.
1: Is that uh, I get it that it's show business, and as Bernie Mac would say, it should be business show because without the business, yeah. there's no show. But I genuinely like the art form. I like the storytelling. I like being part of something. Um, it's one of the reasons why I'm constantly trying to put shows together where it's, where we're as a group. Like I have the Drinks Jokes group. I got the Two Guys group. I got the, you know, the the, the new Laugh Pack group. Is because I like being part of something bigger. Yes. I don't like it. I don't like the soloing. Uh, if it comes to we're talking about like uh guitar players. I'm not Eddie Van Halen. I wanna be the guy from Steely Dan. Yeah. I wanna be the guy from Dire Straits. I wanna make the song better, yeah, not shine on my own.
2: You're like a Marine with uh like you are not greater than the sum of the whole. That's and, and
1: I just enjoy being with guys like you. Yeah. I like doing that's what's why I love filmmaking. There's so many little things involved to make a big story. And I yeah. feel
2: like a lot of comics are really okay with soloing yeah. and good for them. But some people that drives them, right? So like they need to be a star. Whereas other people feel like I just want to have a great show. So like, like Gemini's on, you're on, I'm on. I don't need to be the one that everybody sees like is like is the first name you think of. But to say, hey, we were on this show that was so incredible that people laughed. Like it's the energy, the feedback from the crowd. Where I always say, like, my dirtiest secret is when I perform, it's funny that I'm like, I don't understand why they're paying me for something that I'm enjoying so much, right? Like, I would do this in my bedroom without people. You better beep that out.
0: <laughs> <You> <laughs> no, especially, especially the bedroom part, right? You know? I don't know. We're <laughs> learning things from I'm not I'm not a...
1: I'm not a, a I mean, and the business side of it, like we talk about all the time with the podcast and with the other things about it. It's like I genuinely just want to do the art. I don't want to. There are guys who are so good at the business side, and I just I don't want to be one of those guys. I just want to show up and I want people to go, oh, good. Mark's on this project. It's going to be good.
0: Yeah. And it's not just the the business. And now it's extremely the technical end, the social media, and the, you know, the, this whole part of, uh, you now have it at one time. I know when I first started, you needed an agent, a manager, and they were going to get those people. That, that was all that you had. Now you could almost do the whole thing. We well, did. casting directors are shitting their pants right now.
1: Uh, uh, I I would they're imagine. out of work because everybody can do it on their own. Hey, social well, media is kind of phasing their jobs out. And it's like, Do you want to get rid of that? But they also asked for it because for a while they were, and it's the same as comedy. You're going to equate it the exact same to comedy. It's pay to play. You want to get seen by a a casting agent? You have to pay money and come to this class so the casting agent will see you. Well, that bit them in the ass because now any time an actor has a possibility of doing something without a casting director, they go for it. Or I feel like 20 years ago it was like, well, this is how, who's casting it. I want to make sure I get them my stuff. I want to make sure. And it made them important. And it's happening with clubs. Clubs are doing the bringer shows. They're making comics pay to do open mics. And it's pay to play. And it's going to bite them in the ass
2: because the artists are going to go, I don't want nothing to do with that. But you could learn the technical end. You can't learn the art. Like, what you both have is like you have this effect on people where they want to get to know you. They want it. They're drawn in like when they're like, oh, these guys are talking. I want to hear this. And you and have this pouring. So he's my favorite. then I'm, I'm going to keep drinking. So it's OK. That's fair. And I think this is the best way to do drink shows and storytelling. Right. One hundred percent. But we're just having a good time and having a conversation. And then I feel like, cheers, he's ready to go. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. I hope you really did listen to the beginning at the last line he has of that great opening. Get a drink. Yes. <laughs> did you see that last line? I hope you all did that. <laughs>
1: yeah. No one, like, we had, like, oh, I don't know. No, no, continue. Okay.
0: It's okay. No, no, it's okay. Good. Keep. But, go. like,
1: we have, we have somebody like Rich shied around. Yep. Now, Rich which doesn't drink. Um, and Which I'm, is understandable, but he went through like a 100% battle with it. it. Totally get that. He doesn't drink but there's a, a, to me, there's like a respect of, okay, I totally get it. There's yep. a lot of guys who are so caught up in the business side and the technical side that they don't have any of the social side. Like Rich doesn't drink, but he still has the social side. Absolutely. So the part of drinks, jokes, and storytelling, the drinks part is the camaraderie, is the being there. It doesn't necessarily mean alcohol. Though
2: I like <laughs> I also like alcohol. And but, I, I have no. a sneaky suspicion Gemini likes alcohol. <laughs>
1: but there's the guys like Scheidner, Craig Gass, who I completely like... had a Whenever they it, yeah. come on and they'll go like, yeah, but dude, I don't drink. And it's like, no, drink is another word for socializing. You yeah. can have a water. You can have a seltzer. You can have a whatever. It doesn't have to be alcohol. But the problem with a lot of, to me... The new generation that's coming up is there's not the drink part of the drinks, jokes, and storytelling. It they don't socialize, they don't want to be part of it. They want to go on Facebook and pontificate and talk to at you, not to you you. or with you. It's like they talk
2: at you of telling you what you're doing right or wrong, and it's like yeah, but you've never done any of it. All right, so like I have two, I have two parts of that to retort to that. We are. It's much more difficult to name a show connecting. No, exactly. Jokes and <laughs> jokes and storytelling. I mean, I'm just saying. But that wait, the wait. drinks part. Is... Yeah, the younger generation does not have the same type of connection because they were never forced into real life connection. They lived in a world that none of us have Well, I think you've had the most because I think you're the youngest out of all three. Of, out of all three of us,
1: I had email my senior year of high school. I didn't. Check, me too. I I talked, it once so or me we...
2: and you are in a very similar group where we we didn't grow up with a computer in our hand. But we at the like in high school we we ended up with a computer in our hand, so we understand a little bit of it, but not enough of it. Where these kids are so detached from having to make a friend outside of outside of actually Social having media. a computer. When when I was a kid, ready. So one, I've always been a hustler. So like my like it's tough because you introduced me like he's a professional gambler. He does this. He has game rooms, but you can't really quantify what I do, right? Yeah. So what I've always been is just I'm very good at enjoying life and then finding a way to make money at it. Right. So in the very beginning it's of exactly me, what my wife's going through. <laughs> yeah, very, you describe what among I do. other things. <laughs> don't let him just end on that one. Continue. So, I'm so sorry. <laughs> in middle school, before there was a computer, I remember going to my friend's house to buy baseball. My friend's older brother to buy baseball cards. We went there and I had $30. Now, $30 in the sixth grade, you're a god, right? Oh, you're So them. I'm like, I'm going to buy all the baseball cards I can. Now I'm going to tell you how old I am. I was looking to get like the baseball cards from the 70s because I was born in the late 70s. So I'm like, I'm going to go buy that. So I get there and this kid had a uh, cardboard box with all Playboy and Hustler and this and that magazines. And I'm like, how much do you want for those magazines now? You couldn't see boobs on the internet yet, right? So they were far into a sixth grader. He's like, give me $3 a magazine. I was like, I'll take 10 magazines. <laughs> I bought these 10 magazines. I took them to middle school, and I sold them for $20 a piece because I knew there was a demand. Plus, I was getting to enjoy all the boobs I wanted in the process of converting <laughs> these magazines to the more fucking money. fucking Tony
1: Soprano.
0: <laughs> <It's> J.M. <2010 laughs>
1: boobs.
0: That's a show I want to shake
2: but yeah so like that showed me like i can make money doing what i'm enjoying and (laughs) in sixth grade who wasn't enjoying that (laughs) so i feel like to me that's the way my life seemed normal but to other people it was get a job work for the city do this do that so it was a weird animal so now business was the same way entertaining people is natural to you i feel like business was natural to me i'm like I'm paying three dollars. I can get twenty dollars. <laughs> like in 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 between, <laughs> I enjoy the magazine. I remember as a kid, they had a magazine with Vanna White and Samantha Fox in it, and I remember reselling that magazine. That is
1: that's a forty dollar magazine, right?
2: I think I could have charged more.
1: <laughs>
2: and then okay, so now back to the point. So now now kids don't ever have to have the struggle. You go online well, and you, everything is. Charge
0: you <laughs> National Geographic. <laughs> I don't know. I got a twenty. But I got a ten. I, got I don't want to say anything, but you know, I thought the only way to get a woman was climb a tree. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Dad, how did you get one? <laughs> I.
1: It, but it's, it's weird because I came from a sports background where everything yeah. was about sports and having fun and doing something you love i literally wanted to go to college just to play sports football
2: yeah me too football. i just wanted to
1: play football for four more years and then i was going to figure out what i'd do but when that left the table because i tore my rotator cuff it was like broke my leg year <laughs> with the it scholarship was... and so it was like this isn't going to happen i made home movies with my brother like that's what we did pretty much his senior year and my senior year so we ran around with the old the camcorder with the VHS tape in it. That's we so ran around fun. and made movies, and I, and I was. How just did you? Cu- how did you? Cut kind them. Of- edit. So you had to get a VCR and plug the camera into the VCR and then play and record to edit it. Oh, and we wow. made like four two-hour movies, and they all had to do with newscasters, undercover detectives, and guys with mustaches and hairy chest <laughs> tackling people. <laughs> and that. Wow. That's fun, That's a- but. It, so then when they were like what are you going to do with your life i was like i don't know i guess act like yeah i have yeah. no whatever and i just figured it out
2: i love that so when i was a kid my father always said do what you love you'll never work a day in your life are you happy with what you're doing and it's funny because my father is a different animal than me he was he was a sanitation worker he broke his ass doing that doing construction doing everything he could on the side to provide for my mom and the three children so now when we talk, I'll say, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. He's like, how much are you getting paid for that? I'm like, it's not about that. <laughs> but I'm like, a wise man once told me, if you do what you love, <laughs> you never work in a day of your life. And it's funny because we had this conversation earlier today. And I'm like, I'm not a worker mentality, but you created the non-worker mentality. So when you were a kid, did you find the same thing? Like, did you find ways that your
0: your artistic expression came out? My father was an IRS. Big time. Wow. I can't tell you, I have no, I have no jail record. <laughs> no record. I mean, he was pretty, you know, his job was pretty high up. I mean, I would be in one of the little boxes or whatever because of whatever happened. And he would just walk in and this Italian man would just, he was like done with me. I don't know. And I'd be sitting there and uh, he'd walk up and show this badge to whoever the captain was. And, and you know, who, who are you? We can't let this guy out. We're not letting him out. the uh, judge is coming on Monday and all this stuff. And I was like, oh my God, don't let me out. He's gonna beat the shit out of me. Don't you know? <laughs> you know, and uh, so then he go and he'd show this stupid I mean not stupid, oh my God, but this is just one story that happened many times. And he would just show he goes, you know, officer, I need this. This is you know bullshit. I know it is and um if not I'm gonna leave and I will see you again when I have every single police officer's tax return on my desk <laughs> in 24 hours <laughs> <laughs> and he just walked out <laughs> and meanwhile the guys what do you mean who is that guy and then so, two guys must have been watching on the camera well, go, get him get him you know, yeah. yeah you don't want to mess with those people. no no well, irs never, is never but, but so you say in it but he believed just like you. I don't know if he, your father, but he would believe that you needed to get a job so that you had yeah. a pension. You know what I mean, yeah. that type of thing. Whatever it was, you worked for twenty years, be a cop, whatever it was. You know, and even when I started trying to be on my own, it's weird when the IRS agent lives in the house <laughs> and you try. What do you, what do you mean, Dad? I got to get twenty eight <laughs> percent. It's only it's fifty bucks, man. What do you mean like that? And it was cash i told you don't take the cash. i did get a check for that that's money that you he was real strict with it he he didn't take nothing people came to the house trying to like i guess i didn't know at the time you know uh, my mother yelling it's only a mink coat why, what's <laughs> why can't you let it go now? no no <laughs> let it out get and he put that fucking hand out like this no he never never i never brought really. nothing he was one of these straight
2: Straight shooting. My dad, too. And his dad was an airline. Air traffic controller. Air traffic controller. Since he was 18. Wow. Graduated
1: high school in 1968, went straight to the Air Force, went to Vietnam, got out of Vietnam, was an air traffic controller, worked for the federal government. I'm like, my wow. poor father never got to smoke weed.
2: Wow. He, was, he smokes now, oh, does he? he?
1: I I hope he Why does. would you not try
2: to smoke with him? Well, because
1: my dad is still a federal employee.
2: In still, guys. No, no, no. All right. So my dad wouldn't. All right. So my dad was a badass early in life. He, he, he all right. I'm going to tell a good story. So I, was, I visited my aunt, and my aunt was like, one time, they, they didn't live in St. Allen, right? But my uh, father did it at the time. They came to St. Island. She, My father was like 15, 14, 15. And they said he picked them up at the ferry to drive them to my grandparents' house. So they go there driving. All of a sudden, they cop pulls them over, and they're like, "She's like, why are you pulling us over, officer?" She's like, "We know who he is." Like that's how bad my father was early in life. Then, right, three hundred and sixty turn, total turnaround. When my mom comes around, he gets a city job, this and that, and he becomes a very like straight lay shooter. So then he believes in all of this, you know, get a job, do this, go to school. It, You got to do it this way. I feel like all of us were created from somebody that was so straight and narrow, you know, like going by the book that now we are almost the antithesis of what that would be, which I find. I
1: I, I, kind of disagree because both my mom and my dad were both pretty straight shooters. My mom has like a she she has a blue mouth. She'll say, shit that'll make you crack up. I told Christy Miller, I go. My first, I was, I was, I was in, I wasn't even in junior high. I was in grade school. Uh huh. I, my brother and I both got cassette tapes. My brother got two live crew and I got Andrew Dice Clay. And wow. I had to hide it under my bed because it was so raunchy, you know, so yeah. it was all swearing. So I'd hide it under my bed. My mom found it. And I had to go to football practice, and she was like, "Oh, what's this?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a cassette somebody let me borrow," and she was like, "Oh well, why don't we listen to it on the way to football practice?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh God!" And I was so scared. And we got in the car, and he, Dice is doing his thing, you know.
0: And this fucking
1: my mom was laughing the whole time, so loud. And she kept it in the car, and was like, "Whenever we go to football, we'll listen to this on the way there." <laughs> oh,
2: wow. And it became
1: our thing. My grandmother used to listen to Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg with me and my
2: brother. Wow. That was the album I was going to reference. That was like the my bad grandma, album I remember getting as a kid. And wow. we would
1: be listening. My grandma was like, "This is pretty good." She would listen to, it and we'd be rolling. we'd be driving. She had a big baby blue. Blinking, <laughs> your gin and juice, and we're riding right? in the rolling down the street, smoking, the- and my
2: grandma's just <laughs> 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 So now I have a question for you, John. Start it out. Like, who, when, when did you feel like your family embraced what you do?
0: They always were a background. I mean, mom would come to the things and uh, yeah, it was, it, 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 they were always, it wasn't like they said, no, don't do it. Yeah, um, yeah. They actually bought me one of the puppets when I was, I, I, I brought them, you know, to the Bogota Casino, I'm headlining there and I opened it up for the first time at the Bogota with, you know, there's 900 people, whatever. And that was, and I said, my parents just bought me a gift. And I took them out of the box and uh, wow. you know, I already practiced with them and stuff like that. But, you know, and it was uh, that was bad. You couldn't do it now because it was a black puppet. And uh, <laughs> you know, my, mom, my mom just bought me a gift. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine now? Oh, I'm, I'm even thinking about that now. That would be horrible. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, it's got to be very know.
2: different, too, because I feel like ventriloquists get to push. Like, let's say Otto and George push the line, the boundaries. Beyond where the boundary should have been pushed, do you, you feel like somebody else. Yeah, that's right. that's what, that was my question. <laughs> the fucking puppets.
0: <laughs> yeah. I told him not to do that. That <laughs> son of a bitch. I, you know why has he got all the money on him? I don't know. He robbed the bank. Hey, <laughs> arrest him. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, what's your what's your take on the Me Too? Um, not the Me Too movement, but the woke movement.
0: What do you mean the woke?
2: Um, like how, like people who are uh, over. They want to cancel people for things,
1: anything.
0: So. Oh, yeah. I, I that's gonna go to a certain point, and then if it goes further, yeah, if it goes further, we're in trouble. Yeah, you understand. But, but if it doesn't, and hopefully what you're saying comes back. I mean, if we can't I laugh think, at ourselves. No,
1: here's the the, the, the the bottom <coughs> line of the whole thing is, is exactly what you're saying. It's going to hit a point and then it's going to go back, but I think we also learn. So we learn a little bit of saying, "Let's be honest." There are certain words you should not say. I know it's freedom of speech, but there are certain words you shouldn't say, and those words can be taken off the table. But I think making jokes about things that are triggered trigger people. That needs to go away.
2: I think it has to be done with the idea of intent. Like, if you're intending to hurt somebody, I think it's yeah. bad. But if you're intending to show how ridiculous something is, like All in the Family did, where they would say, they'd say the words that you shouldn't say. But they'd be like, this is ridiculous. Can't well, you see how ridiculous this so, is?
1: Uh, but that's, like, the, the, the argument with an actor of... Well, I don't want to play this character because I don't want to say that word. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might be playing a racist. You might be playing a sexist. And you might as a writer, you might be writing a part that can, has a racist or sexist undertone. And you that's part of the art. But if you're calling somebody a term, it needs to go away. Yeah. Like that needs to go away. People need to because the problem is, is we're we're living in a world of uneducated people pretending they're lawyers. Yeah. Well, if if how come they can say it there and I can't say it? Well, it's because that's part of a story, part of a thing. You're just saying it because you want to be able to say it.
0: There's a event. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, just to bring it back, because this is a ventriloquist <laughs> event. Yes. It's still having a puppet that should be that character of a racist, whatever character, you can't do even that, even trying to play that character or, you know, you be the racist or to get that humor out. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I had many, I do many, uh, shows for many different resorts and stuff. Other than the casinos, I was asked not to bring certain puppets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just wow. to not even, uh, you know, just well, by the look. When we know? did, uh, we were on the Lower East Side, the
1: wokest, woke place of all wokeness. And you came with me and we did that show on the Lower East Side. It was in that basement club, my buddy's bar and you went up, and it was all early 20s in the audience, and you brought out the black puppet, and I could feel tension. I felt the audience go- Pull back. Oh, I gotta get my phone out. Like, I'm about to record something that, you know, is gonna get get whatever, but how genuine you were talking about your love of your friend, and the puppet was based off of your friend, and the whole thing. All of a sudden you saw all these woke people go like that was really sweet
0: that was very and and you crossed but, but i i, but I yeah, felt... he'll say motherfucker, but i don't say anything no there anything. was no race never go that a, way. but as I, soon as
1: you pulled out a puppet and it, it right, was yep, african-american look right or black right. puppet right. you
0: pull it out and everybody immediately you could feel tension of like uh oh that's why another thing is I show how the puppet works to people before I go, I'm going to bring them to life, but you have to see the, the mechanics of this. Was, this yeah. is amazing to me. Just before I even show you, watch each piece moves and stuff like yeah, that. It's an it, art. It's, it's going to be alive, you know? And then people, oh, then they see it as a, a puppet and not an extension of me or some yeah, or yeah, shit
2: like that. But it's a totally separate entity, which is interesting. I feel like overall ventriloquism is so engaging, like, People want to stand back from it because, like, oh, it's a puppet, and they push it away. And that, but if you really just embrace no, your you, art, it's when like when
1: he busts it out in front of the audience, they get so excited to be part of the show. That puppet's gonna talk to me. I can't wait. When <laughs> yeah. you bring the person on stage and turn them into a puppet, I amazing. You see the family, and this was actually in Flemington. It was it was at the uh, Moose Lodge. Okay, you brought a young kid up. Uh, young, I'm 22, 23. Yeah. And you put the thing, on, turn him into a puppet. I'm watching his table, his, <laughs> his family. They're pissing their pants, laughing. They're having the time of their lives. Everybody in the audience, he's he's a bartender there, so everybody in the audience is loving every second of this. Yeah. Turns out it's my brother-in-law's family
2: oh wow
1: yeah my, my no world my sister-in-law mary married this guy joe and they they all are members right. there and that was his nephew and that was his godfather was the dad oh wow and i took a picture not knowing that at the time and yeah. i sent it to angie and she goes oh my god that's joe's nephew wow <laughs> and that was- you're
0: kidding me so that's how <laughs> you-, you remember i, I remember struck- that but i don't remember that that You didn't know at the time. In the I beginning. didn't know until
1: afterwards we were at the bar. And they're like, your wife's Angie, isn't it? I was like, how do you know? And they're like, you were at Joe and Mary's wedding. I was like, yeah. Oh, well. They're like, Joe's my godson. I was like, what? This is <laughs> great. But watching the family, and I took pictures. I remember in the audience, I was taking pictures of the, the family and of the guy on set. Because everybody was so excited to be part of it. And then when I said it, then Andrew knew who it was, and they knew who I was. But I didn't connect it.
0: Yeah, it, it was it, even with the ventriloquism and doing the different like puppets and making people pop. Pupp- yeah, I, I in the beginning, you, you try to be so original, creative, yeah. and you try to be creative through through your puppets. You know, getting them made a certain way. Yeah, I did one thing that's not nobody's done so far. I mean, I don't do it all the time now, but. I had a penis doll Me, everybody was <laughs> doing dick jokes and it was stupid to me you know dick joke I made an actual full I I don't even know if I got well one is nicer than the other and one, one is bigger <laughs> than the other and it's just a big puppet but a, a friend of mine Bobby Levy Reverend Bobby Levy came over the house we were partying I couldn't get the jokes out of his mouth Write them as fast as he was saying them because he wrote a lot of, but just stupid shit, like you know, don't rub me the wrong way. Hey, what are you trying to say? You know what I mean? Don't you see the guy over there? I can't see why. Can't you see him? I'm cockeyed, you know, just stupid shit one after the other. But just, just knock him off, and if
1: you like Bob one. Levy, I'm performing with him on the twenty eighth at Gleason's in Levittown,
2: Pennsylvania. Perfect segue. I, uh, <laughs> you should come yep. out and hang.
1: I I I'm scared of him now. If you're available to come out. Uh, Gleason's—they make some of the best cheese steaks I've ever had. Best chicken wings, oh, so good! Yeah. And the owner grew up across the street from my wife, uh, and his parents and my in-laws are best friends still to this day. Oh,
2: that- oh my god, I just had the worst news come across. I'm sorry for doing this in no. the middle of thing, but my wife has been pinging me, and I actually had turned it down earlier. Norm McDonald died no that is so sad this is going to be this is going to be a really bad day for my
1: wife that's one of her favorites i
2: think he's one of everybody's favorites and i'm sorry for bringing down the mood i apologize but i think we're a comedy cast i feel like that's something to acknowledge i'm like did did it say how cancer that's okay well, we should
1: probably wrap, even though that's on a sad note. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's breaking news.
0: to Anybody watching? That is breaking news. to Anybody watching? Well, it's, uh, on a good note, yes. Wednesday. See you some one with Stevie and uh, Travolis, yeah. Jim Mandrinos, right? Jimmy the Johnny John G, John Joey Novick's going to be there. Joey Mark Novick. and myself, and hopefully you'll call in. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can be there too. I, you I know, don't want
2: to miss it. I. You know what's funny is the reason I love our show so much is you don't just get to listen to a bunch of people talking. I feel like you really make friends, like yeah. even if even when you're just as a listener, right? I feel That's like right. you get to be part of you're part of it. And I'm sorry if we didn't get to all the comments. We had so many great comments. No, and we and, appreciate uh, you, being Jimmy. With us. Thank
1: you so much, Megan. I can't believe I missed you, ah, Megan. So great. Um, we have a really great group that are uh, watching. Yeah, we have a
2: great following. I appreciate our following. There? You know what? They were coming in all over, and I ended up freezing up, so I have to tie it up on that end of it. But it's funny because my phone has been going nonstop with comments here and there. Cheers. Let's let's have another one before we head hey. out. Guys,
1: this has been Drink jokes
2: and Storytelling. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. And I think we need to do another one of these because I really feel like Gemini is so much fun. we got to come back here. And we drink more than ever while we're here with Gemini.
0: Let's start <laughs> doing <laughs> them here. You are welcome anytime you want. Stop. Look at this. This is beautiful. I know. It, it came out really nice looking here. <laughs> and the black thing really made it look yeah. nice. We'll still go. We have
2: a ton of viewers right now, by the way, guys. We Say hello, too, if you're here with us right now. If you're with
0: so, us, just yeah, drop
2: just a line say so, you can say so we can drop say it high. in. Oh, right? Fucking big kahuna Gene, Yeah, Christian Cordero, Gene Dunn, Norm. Jimmy Maestro, thank you. Megan Brown, thank you. There's so many great people out there in the audience. We appreciate you tuning in with us for today. It's been a really good time. And people are just checking in now. Amy Ambrosino, how are you, Amy?
1: We'll be talking
2: Friday. Hey, and look at that. My wife, actually, who I just shouted out, that brought us at McDonald News. I love the live show with you guys together. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you guys all out there. And yeah, uh, if you want to check out right now, I don't know if it's going live, but you also want to see Mark. He's going to be on Christy Unleashed. That's why we got to break out a little bit early, guys. Sorry. And otherwise, I think we could have gone like two more hours with this episode. I know. Well, easy. We have
1: John back. Wait, so do?
2: Definitely do it again, and make sure if you haven't done it yet, subscribe on the YouTube page. It's your drinks, jokes, and storytelling. We'll see you guys later. Have a great one. Hey.